0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي. بعد. respected elders Dear brothers and sisters, my young friends, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the universe, our creator, our sustainer, and we send peace and salutations upon his beloved and final messenger Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. My brothers and sisters, since our last gathering two Fridays ago, our world has shifted drastically and very quickly, especially over the last week. The same workplaces, the same schools, facilities, stores, airports stand today as they did two weeks ago, but now they are deserted. Our routines have changed, plans are canceled. And there is a great sense of uncertainty about what is going to happen next. At such times, my brothers and sisters, it is natural to have some anxieties and fears about our health, our work, our financial stability, our education, the education of our children, the well being of our loved ones, especially our elders. For the believers, the most Notable aspect, perhaps, of this crisis, as we discussed two weeks ago, was the suspension of the Umrah. Then came the suspension of Friday prayers, and now the closure of masajid of mosques in a growing list of countries around the world, for good reason, of course. Last night, the prophet's mosque, Masjid al-Nabawi, and the grand mosque, Masjid al-Haram, were also closed to the public. Prayers are still going on there and in many other mosques, but only for a limited group of people as they are closed to the public. Today, for Friday prayers there, the Imam struggled through the recitation because they couldn't stop crying. The sad reality is that the vast majority of Muslims in many cities and countries cannot offer Friday prayer, or any prayer for that matter, in congregation, in a masjid, even if they wanted to. There have been times when mosques, when masajid, when mosques have been closed, even in Masjid al-Haram in Mecca and Masjid al nabawi in Medina. But the situation we find ourselves in today is unprecedented in history, to have so many mosques closed in so many different parts of the world at the same time. Of course, those who are responsible have taken the step to try to slow down the spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus that has ravaged countries such as Italy, Iran, and others. This crisis, my brothers and sisters, has a physical angle. It has an emotional angle. It has a mental angle. It has a spiritual angle. And it affects everyone, children, youth, adults, seniors. Even if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we pray and beseech Him, protects us and our community, our loved ones, and all of the people in our city, our locality, and our countries, still, the fact that this crisis is taking place has an impact on every single one of us, even if we are not afflicted with the actual virus itself. We must know, my brothers and sisters, that everyone in society and in our family will we act differently this is why we see people who are hoarding people who are panicking while others are perhaps even careless or indifferent to the appeals of health officials and there are others who are afraid to leave their homes there are children who are happy that school, that their march break has been extended there are other children who are upset that they will not be able to go back to school on monday so everyone has a different reaction because we are all different individuals. My brothers and sisters, our religion teaches us balance and moderation, even in the midst of a crisis. As we have discussed before, our approach is two pronged and is very balanced. We have faith and reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a means of attaining inner peace and calm even in the midst of a storm or in the middle of a crisis. And along with that, we have reasonable and logical precautions and efforts that we are instructed to take, which appeal to our intellect, which is limited. So we have both, we have our faith, reliance, belief in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and we have the instruction to take logical and reasonable steps and precautions and make a reasonable effort. In every situation, my brothers and sisters, we are taught to take permissible means and precautions, but ultimately we place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reason why we find that we are not able to gather today. This is the reason why we see that many masajid around the world, as I mentioned, are closed today. It is not because people, the managers, the organizers, do not have faith, faith in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, but rather they are doing their duty and doing their, their part to take reasonable and appropriate precautions and means while placing their faith in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, inna yuhibbul mutawakkilin, that surely Allah loves those who trust in him. And what's interesting my brothers and sisters is just before that statement in the Quran, there is a command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that might actually be very relevant for us today. At a time when many of us are forced to be at home with our families in many instances, it is possible that we end up annoying one another at times or perhaps end up being harsh because we are not used to being in such close proximity for such extended periods of time. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, فبِما رَحْمَةً مِنَ اللَّهِ لَنَتَّلَهُمْ It is out of Allah's mercy that you, meaning O Prophet, sallallahu have been lenient with them. وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَظًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَفَضُوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ Had you been cruel or hard-hearted, they would have certainly abandoned you. فَأَفُوَانٌ هُمْ وَاسْتَغْفِرَ اللَّهُمْ وَشَاهِرُهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ So Allah subhanahu wa taala says, so pardon them. Ask Allah's forgiveness for them and consult them in conducting matters. Once you make a decision, put your trust in Allah. إِنَّ Allah يُحِبُّ الْمُتَوَكِّلِينَ Surely Allah loves those who trust in Him. For us, as leaders in our homes, as those who are responsible for managing and running our families and when we are living together, Let us try to run our affairs by by mutual consultation as much as possible, even in regular days, but especially more so during challenging times. Be forgiving and make dua for mercy and forgiveness for each other. And most importantly, let us place our trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, after we have done whatever we reasonably could have under the circumstances, regarding all of our affairs and all of our matters, whether it's our health, whether it's our wealth, whether it's regarding the well-being of our loved ones, and anything else that concerns us, we must learn to let go. Let it go and place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And along with that, believe that whatever Allah decides to send our way will be better for us, even if it is not enjoyable, or even if it entails some difficulty. Allah Azza wa tells us in the Qur'an, تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ Perhaps you dislike something which is good for you and like something which is bad for you. Allah knows and you do not know. Qadi شُرَيْهِ Rahimahullah. The famous scholar and judge appointed by Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu anhu said, Verily, if I am afflicted by a calamity, إني in بالمصيبة فأحمد الله عليها أربع مرات That in, if, verily, indeed, if I'm afflicted by a calamity, then I praise Allah four times. What did he say? If I am afflicted by a calamity, I praise Allah four times. I praise Him that it was not worse than it was. I praise him as he provides me with patience to bear it. I praise him as he guides me to recall my hope for reward. And I praise him as he did not make it a calamity, a trial with regards to my religion. For the believers, my brothers and sisters, trials and calamities and tests carry much divine wisdom. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most wise. Allah Azza wa Jalla is the most knowledgeable. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator and knows us better than we know and understand ourselves. So the trials and calamities and tests that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends towards us, they carry much wisdom, even if they are challenging and difficult. And there are a number of wisdoms, but in the interest of time, I will discuss one inshaAllah. And that is that they are a call for reflection and reformation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an Whatever affliction befalls you is because of what your own hands have committed. Whatever affliction befalls you is because of what your own hands have committed. And he, meaning Allah azza wa jalla, pardons much. You can, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to say, you can never escape him on earth. Nor do you have any protector or helper. Nor do you have any protector or helper besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see my brothers and sisters, trials and tribulations such as the one we are living through right now, take us out of our daily routines and our habits. In effect, they are disruptors. And that disruption can allow us or sometimes forces us to take a step back and reflect. So we should ask ourselves, my brothers and sisters, why is this happening? What is the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending to me and to all of us through this challenge and this crisis? What are the things that really matter Have we lost focus? What should I be focusing on? Perhaps I and we as an ummah have adopted some actions or traits that are really displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah forgive us. Could it be because we have forgotten some commandments or prohibitions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or perhaps we have made some wrong choices? The sins and the actions of human beings like me and you have an impact spiritually and physically. Physically, we see the impact our lifestyles are having on the earth and on other creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just with this brief disruption of a few months, which started in China at the end of October or beginning of November, in these few months, as this crisis has spread from country to country, we find that the air in such a short amount of time is clearing up and becoming less polluted. We find, subhanallah, that animals are returning on land and in water from where they had disappeared. I was reading one article where it states that the animals are reclaiming their territory. They're reclaiming their land. Spiritually, we find ourselves being purified of the excesses uh, or the the excess love of this world and of many types of vices and venues of worldly distraction and sin, which are no longer available to us and to people. We are having to spend time with our kids, with our children, with our families. Sometimes some of us are feeling as if we have nowhere to go. We are locked at home, so we go outside. We are being forced to enjoy the nature that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. And perhaps we are even eating less and being more mindful due to fears of scarcity of food. How many haram or blameworthy activities, relationships, and habits will be diminished simply as a result of this trial? So in many ways, my brothers and sisters, it appears that this may be forced rectification of our behavior as human beings, physically and spiritually. Subhanallah, I was Reflecting upon the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, when Aisha radiyallahu anha tells us that الله الله الطعور, That she asked the Messenger of Allah وسلم, about plagues, about the outbreak of diseases And the Prophet ﷺ said that it is a punishment that Allah sends upon whoever He wills. But he went on and he said, rahmatan lil muminin." But Allah has made it a mercy for the believers. He went on to say, Any servant of Allah who resides in a land afflicted by plague, remaining patient. So pay, let's pay attention to what quality is mentioned, qualities he has mentioned here. So any servant of Allah who resides in a land afflicted by plague, remaining patient and hoping for reward from Allah, knowing that nothing will befall him or her, but or except for what Allah has decreed, they will be given the reward of a shaheed. They will be given the ajr similar to that of a martyr of a shaheed. The Prophet ﷺ referred to what we are going through, the outbreak that we are seeing as a mercy for the believers. And my brothers and sisters, during my reflection, I was thinking and subhanAllah, when I see the way that my brothers and sisters, that Muslims around the world are responding, alhamdulillah, mashaAllah, we find that the adhan is being called in homes once again. That families are offering salah together in jama'a. Those who didn't pray regularly are now taking care of their prayers. Those who did offer their prayers on time are taking care to offer their prayers properly Are adding extra prayers. There is an increased recitation of Qur'an in our homes. We find that people... Are, are, are doing the abundant dhikr, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Allah has commanded us in the Quran, Ya nadina amanu, that all you who believe, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remember him much, or remember him in a state or in a way that can be considered to be abundant, can be, can be considered to be kathir. So dhikr and dua, we find that the believers are making heartfelt dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps in ways that they have only made before in the month of Ramadan. We find that the believers are making tawbah, are repenting to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, are increasing their istighfar, they're seeking forgiveness of Allah Azza wa Jalla, jal, from, from Allah Azza wa Jalla, and are doing this countless times through the day. As the Prophet salallahu Wasallam said that he used to do it 70 to 100 times a day, and the believers, MashaAllah, today are trying to follow that example and are even doing more than the Prophet Sallallahu because, of course, spiritually we are in a much uh, much more uh, difficult and much more worse position. May Allah forgive us. We also find, MashaAllah, that people are fasting more as a way of appealing to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, trying to worship Allah Azza wa Jalla. And Inshallah, we will also be having a collective day of fasting and du'a for relief from this, from, from this outbreak, Inshallah, coming up this Monday, so Monday, March 23rd, inshaAllah, we will be trying to fast. It's not an obligatory fast, it's an optional fast, but it's something that the Prophet ﷺ used to do, especially on Mondays and Thursdays, and on the <clears throat> 13th, 14th, and 15th of the Islamic month. So therefore, inshallah, this Monday, we will try to fast and try to encourage everyone who is able to. If you're not able to, that's fine, but whoever is able to, inshallah let us try to fast this Monday, and even on Thursday, if we can, and as much as we can, inshallah and on Monday, we will be gathering online just like this at 7 p.m. Eastern time, insha'Allah, to gather together for dua to us to seek relief from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we encourage you to join that, inshallah Now, all of this is happening, right? All of this increase in worship and goodness that we are witnessing is happening in the final months, uh, final days, rather, of the month of Rajab, which is the, 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 um, the month of planting seeds of preparation for the month of Ramadan. Planting seeds of preparation for the month of Ramadan so that we plant our seeds in Rajab, right? And then we water them in Sha'ban, the coming month, so that our our plants and our fruits are ready for reaping in the month of Ramadan, and we are fully prepared to welcome the blessed month. And of course, there are also questions about how, how long this will extend. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shorten this crisis and bring it to a, a, a quick an easy end for all of us, amin ya rabbal alameen. But nonetheless, insha'Allah, even if the month of Ramadan comes and we find ourselves in this situation, insha'Allah, we will adapt. Insha'Allah, we will adapt and we will honor the month of Ramadan as it deserves to be honored, insha'Allah, to the best of our ability. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban, wa balighna Ramadan, Allahumma balighna Ramadan, subhanAllah. You know, this crisis has highlighted the fragility of the human being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says al-insanu da'ifa, that I have the human being has been created weak. And subhanAllah we see this tiny, tiny creation which we can't even see, in fact. This kind tiny creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has wreaked havoc around the world and has uh, has has brought such great uncertainty to the, the, the most wealthiest and the most powerful of people and nations in this world. This is this is from the, the a manifestation of the great power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which should cause us to become humble, to have humility, to look at ourselves as being small in front of the grandeur and the power and the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to return to him, to seek his pleasure, to seek forgiveness from him. We, so none of us knows, I don't know if I'll make it to the month of Ramadan, but we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma balighna Ramadan, amin ya rabbil Alamin, ya arhamar rahimeen, give us an opportunity to witness the month of Ramadan once again, insha'Allah ta'ala. So indeed, my brothers and sisters, this is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in disguise because it has its elements of pain, it has its elements of suffering, it has its elements of uh, of discomfort um, and of hardship, but this is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is sad that it took this much disruption and you know such danger, Um, and the closure of our masajid for us to get to this point spiritually. But nonetheless, alhamdulillah, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we thank him uh, for uh, for guiding us. Um, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. But if any of us has been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to actually have to go through the trial of the actual illness because of this outbreak, and if that person, may Allah protect us, But whoever it is that Allah has decreed, if they go through that trial and they bear it patiently and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and to grant us patience, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you the great reward of a shaheed, of a martyr, inshaAllah. So be patient and have perfect faith and reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Accept the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Accept it willingly after we have tried our best. Whatever comes our way, we accept it as the decree and the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we try to bear it patiently. And if we bear it patiently, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Give glad tidings to those who are patient. I leave you today, my brothers and sisters, with an encouragement to reach out to each other, offer support to one another, to your relatives, to your elders, to those with disabilities, to those who have limited mobility, to neighbors, regardless of their faith, Muslim or not, reach out to people, ask them how they're doing, ask them if you can help them in any way, if you, Allah has made you capable of helping others. Call each other, especially especially our elders who may be isolated, who may be missing this opportunity to come for Salatul Jum'ah very much. Of course, we are all missing it, but especially, especially our elders who are isolated. So please call each other and support those who are impacted most. Um, and let us come together in kindness and mutual concern. And especially also look out for the doctors in our communities. Look out for the doctors because they are the ones who are on the front lines, subhanAllah. They also have families. They also want to return home in safety. And they also want the same things that we all want. But in this struggle, in this uh, challenge, in this difficulty, the doctors are at the front lines. And subhanAllah, we are hearing report- reports. Of doctors around the world who are being afflicted because of the fact that they are on the front lines and they are working so hard. So we ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to protect all of us, especially our seniors, our elders, those who are more vulnerable, and especially our doctors. Amin ya Rabbi May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala reward them for their good intentions and their efforts. But most importantly, my brothers and sisters, I urge you, remind you, and myself to be mindful of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, to increase your reverence and your worship of Allah Azza wa Jalla. <coughs> Increase your repentance and your remembrance of him. Through your day, try to be in a state of dhikr. Try to be constantly saying, Astaghfirullah, 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 al-Azim al la ilaha illa hu'ul qayyum, wa'atubu ilayh, make tawbah. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, send salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Sayyidina Muhammadi wa salim. Try to continuously make a habit to be in this state through your day, and insha'Allah, the mercy and the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be with you and with your family. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran verses that give us hope, and whoever is mindful, conscious, fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will make a way out for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a makhraj for them, a way out of the difficulty that they find themselves in, whichever type of difficulty it may be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will find, will give you a way out, insha'Allah. And then he goes on, and provide for them, provide for them from sources that they could never imagine, provide sustenance. Especially in the in times of financial instability or insecurity. Remember this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whoever is mindful and conscious, fearful of me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wa min la Allah will provide for them from sources that they could never imagine. And whoever puts their trust in Allah, then He alone is sufficient for them. In Allah Amri certainly Allah achieves his will. Allah has set, or Allah has already set a destiny for everything. So my brothers and sisters, remain calm, be kind and compassionate to one another, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala much, increase your du'a, increase your remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and... Try whatever is reasonably available to you in terms of permissible means and precautions. Place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rebuild and strengthen your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Almighty to protect us and all of our fellow human beings. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. O Allah, we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins and our shortcomings, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, we ask you to guide us all towards that which pleases you most, Ya Rabul Alameen. O Allah, please bring this calamity. O Allah, please bring this challenge, this difficulty, this trial to an end, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, protect us. O Allah, forgive us. O Allah, guide us. O Allah, allow us to come out on the other side with peace with tranquility as better and stronger human beings, better and stronger in terms of our health, in terms of our emotional health, our psychological health, our spiritual health, Amin. يا رب العالمين us دعاء بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى Muhammad سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم اعدن خلفائه الراشدين ومن الصحابه والتابعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين اللهم اغفر لي جميع اموات المسلمين اللهم اغفر لي جميع اموات المسلمين الذين شهدوا لك قال بِالرِّسَالَةِ وما تو على ذلك اللَّهُ اغفر لهم وارحمهم وعافهم عنهم واكرم نزلهم ووسع مدخلهم واغسلهم الماء والثلج والبرد ونقهم كما ينقى الابيض من الدنس اللهم انا نسالك من وجبات رحمتك وعزاء مما مغفرتك من كل بر. والسلامة من كل إثم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار يا رب العالمين اللهم أصبغ علينا لباس الصحة والعافية وجعلها عونا لنا على طاعتك ومرضاتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفة والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم ارفع عنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء اللهم ارفعنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلا يا رحم الرحمين، اللهم احفظنا من بين ي ايدينا ومن خلفنا يا رحم الرحمين، اللهم نحن الفقراء إليك وانت اليه أنا يا رحم الرحمين، اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك، وتحول عافيتك، وفجاءت النقمتك، وجميع سخطك يا رحم الرحمين، اللهم ارحم ضعفنا، الله اجبرخ خسرنا كفسرنا وتولى أمرنا يا رحم الرحمين، اللهم لا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرف تعيني يا رحم الراحمين. اللهم سلمنا وسلم منا يا رحم الرحيم اللهم إننا نعوذ بك من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات مالنا اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار. اللهم اغفر لنا والإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان. ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رأوك في الرحيم. اللهم ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا وارحمنا وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم حرر المسجونين المظلومين خصوصا في بلاد المسلمين يا رحم الراحمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المسلمين ووحد صفوفهم أصلح حادتهم وأجمع كلمتهم للحق يا رب العالمين. اللهم أصلح المسلمين في كل مكان يا أرحم الراحمين. اللهم حرف فلسطين والمسجد الأقصى يا أرحم الرحمين. اللهم احفظ اخواننا واخواتنا في كل مكان يا أرحم الرحمين. خصوصا في برما وفي فلسطين وفي الصين وفي كشمير وفي الهند وفي مالي وفي سريلانكا وفي سوريا وفي العراق. وفي اليمن وفي سومال وفي أفغانستان وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان وحقق لهم النصر والفتح المبين يا رب العالمين اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واذكروه على نعم يزدكم لذكر الله أكبر الله يعلم ما تصنعون sisters so and and so, so cool, Boo- thank you for joining subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and protect you and all of your loved ones Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to gather once again for his worship and his remembrance please offer four rak'ah of the heart prayer uh, at home. Um, if there are at least uh, four men, that this is the minimum requirement for Salat al-Jum'ah. Uh, normally Salat jumah is supposed to be established by uh, or organized by an established authority or by an organization, a group of people entrusted with the affairs of the community. So normally there is no Salat al-Jum'ah at home, but due to these circumstances for those who wish, um, you may wish to follow the, the opinion of the Hanafi school, which is the most uh, lenient opinion in terms of the requirements for Salatul Jum'ah, so if you wish, if you have uh, four uh, mature males uh, and the requirement is for four males because uh, Salatul Jum'ah is far obligatory upon the men uh, and it is optional out of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is not obligatory for women, it is optional for our sisters, um, so of course they are welcome for Salatul Jum'ah but it is optional for them, uh, so therefore the minimum requirement is for four mature males uh, to be present for Salatul Jum'ah to be valid so if you have that in your home, please, I discourage you from gathering in groups and going uh, to other places to do this because of the current situation. So if you're able to do this in your home and you're able to do it safely with your own family members, um, you can read the instructions that are on our website at and You can establish if you wish, you don't have to, you can establish salatul jamaah in your home, um, but you're not required to do that. And if you're not able to or if you don't want to, inshallah, there is no blame upon you. You can offer forakah of dhuhr now. Um, individually or in congregation as you would do on any other day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, accept our virtual gathering today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and continue to guide us. Ameen wa alhamdulillah alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. inshallah tonight we have a Children's Circle. I've been missing my young friends. So inshallah Children's Circle at 7.45 p.m. You can get the access link from canadamuslims.ca slash children's circle. So canadamuslims.ca slash children's circle. Inshallah, I'll try to work on a presentation. It will be a WebEx meeting, Inshallah, so we can have some interaction and a, a presentation as well. Inshallah, tomorrow we'll have real talk for youth, boys and girls, um, my other uh, older brothers and sisters uh, who are still younger than me, of course, um, ages thirteen plus. Inshallah, that will be on our YouTube channel. Um, they can, there's also a link to send questions, um, so you can find out all uh, find all of that on our Facebook page and also in the email that we have sent out.